You're watching The Tesla Life, a show by the Tesla community for the Tesla community. At some point, we'll pick up a, at some point, we'll pick up a Mark Coglin to run his show. That's right. We are Mark-free. And what's Mark say to start the show? Hello, everybody. So that's how I'm going to start it out. Um, I'm happy to have you here with us. Whether this is your first show or you're a longtime viewer, whether you are a new Tesla owner, a longtime Tesla owner, we welcome you uh, to the Tesla life. Uh where we follow a, sh a company that is helping us all move towards a future free from fossil fuels. Yes. Right hey, there's Mark. <laughs> hello. So we found Mark and hello Hockey Day and <laughs> Speed Cuber. And uh, yes, yes, absolutely. I agree to all of this. And JC Jimbo, yes. Well, I'm just going to sit back and be a co-host tonight because Patrick's certainly <laughs> got this well underhand. I can, I can tell. <laughs> okay, Casey Green, go ahead and introduce yourself. <laughs> well, uh, today was a, an adventurous day. It's uh, the, the baby's first uh, not uh, not milk day, and uh, she she had a blast with uh, uh, oatmeal and or some kind of cereal, uh, apples and, and bananas. And then uh, I forgot what day of the week it was, so uh, that's why Mark <laughs> doesn't already have the link uh, in, in advance. <laughs> Wash the car. Uh, <laughs> oh, we all newborn. forget here and there, Casey. That's all right. That's all yeah. right. We, 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 still, we still got it before the show started, which was a plus. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and Mr. Mark Coughlin, you can – yep, now you can take your show back over, Mark. Go ahead. Take it from here. Thank you so much, Patrick and Casey, for getting this started. We have got a ton of news tonight, so uh, let's get to it. Uh, of course – uh, with our little bit of technical difficulties, we haven't had time to uh, purse the the news articles out. But I have. I know. I know which idea. which one I want. Uh, I sent you guys a, a photo earlier in the week. Oh yes. Well, that's uh, my topic. <laughs> why don't you lead with that one then, Casey? Go ahead. Okay. So uh, we got news from from uh, the Observant about uh, Tesla Semi. They updated their webpage. So let's take a look at that real quick. And then, uh, does anybody have the link I sent, or do I gotta go find it? Yeah, um, go find it. Okay. <laughs> well, the good thing is Patrick replied to it this morning, so uh, it won't be so bad. Um, so, <laughs> of of the changes we found to Tesla Semi, uh, they they kept the, the the specs the same as far as uh, what it could do for for zero to sixty, and and the consumption while under full load, or the range under full load. However. Uh, we found that it only has three motors now instead of four. Which is actually a good thing, because if they do four motors, then it'll be more performant than it was supposed to be. And if they don't, then there's savings in manufacture. It's a beast. It's a beast. This used to be a button where you could give them $20,000 to get in line, and now you can just give them your email, and then they will email you later. It says get updates. Uh, they, they gave us this, like, Zoom... It's not just a static picture anymore. So we can see a little bit of details. The mirrors are still there. They look a little bigger than before. Uh, the mirror cameras, I should say. Uh, you've got your, your uh, navigation over here, just like it is on every other Tesla. And then uh, you've got your, your vehicle. I'm assuming that uh, if the truck weren't in park, that this would be maybe your, uh, your EDR or some other uh, function here. 
I wonder if they are using the motors from Plaid. Plaid? They must be, because initially they were using uh, Model 3 motors, and, and now right. they've gone down to 3, and, and the Model 3 motors on the, the Plaid is based on Model 3 motors. Right. Yeah. If you do the carbon overwrap and you get more power and torque out of each one, why not go exactly. down to 3? Exactly. And it's not like you're using... The, the whole point was to try to reuse something they already have in production for another vehicle. And yes. So... You can pick either one then, right? But if you have less pieces, there's less to break, and there's less to to less uh, man or robot hours, and mm -hmm. it's, it's a good idea. Uh, they they continue to to tout the cost of ownership, and then the uh, low fuel consumption. They have a video of the unveiling. Let's take a look at the specs here. Uh, still, they're still saying that you can do the highway speed limit up a five percent grade with full load. This 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 figure here was new uh, in the callout. It may not be an actually new figure, but uh, that is on the website is new that you can save up to two hundred thousand dollars over three years in fuel savings alone. Don't forget maintenance and any other downtime you're going to have for inspections, etc. That you're going to have from a from a from a diesel device. Uh, and mm -hmm. here's where they call out the three motors. We're not just making it up. Uh, they, <laughs> <laughs> they're they're committing to the less than two kilowatt hours per mile. That's incredible. I want to pause just for a moment on the yeah. hill climbing. Okay. So uh, a lot of uh, I-5 goes from California to Oregon to Washington. So it's up and down the West Coast, 1,500 miles, a lot of traffic on that, a lot of freight on that. And when it has to go up Mount Shasta as in Northern California, man, do those trucks slow down. They, they've actually added two extra lanes off yes. to the right so these trucks can, can go at 10 miles an hour. I mean, it, it's crazy. And the whole time, you just see stuff spewing out of the stack there. And it's not that they're rolling coal; it's that they're just trying to get up the hill. But it, it, yes. it's uh, it, this is this is going to be awesome. Uh, this is yeah, exactly and, what and those, we need. Those stats are also as the truck is fully loaded. So mm -hmm. uh, that's pulling a, a trailer that's eighty-five, eighty-five thousand pounds. Just well, eighty-two thousand because you get a or uh, eighty-two five. You get a boost for having an electric truck uh, because they mm -hmm. understand that everybody else's truck is actually heavier because the batteries. So Tesla gets bonus pounds, whereas everybody else gets makeup pounds. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they bring them back to 80, and then Tesla just gets two, two, uh, an extra ton. Just, just here's 2,000 pounds just because. <laughs> and another thing I noticed that did change from the original specs, I believe, was that the original charging time was to 80%. Yeah, so now now they say that, um, was it 70% in 30 minutes yeah. instead of 80%, but we're not sure if that's being inclusive of the 350 and the 500-mile truck or, or if that is... Um, the new charging time for the 500. But part of that could be because now they're using, instead of, uh, they, they haven't used the phrase mega charger this time. They use the word Tesla semi-charger. And, uh, and our mm. friend Joseph over at uh, Tesla, said, uh, owners of San Joaquin Valley, uh, was, was making a post about the, the, the new superchargers for Cybertruck. And, and how is that related? You'll see in just a second. Uh, you'll see why I emailed uh, Patrick and, and Mark excitedly. So, so here is, well, it looks like to be like a v version 3.5 station. Uh, it looks a little different than a regular V3 station. But look mm -hmm. at the massive amount of space for these pull-throughs. Yeah. And, 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 and look at the width. So, so it's meant to accommodate Cybertruck, but I'm going to be, you know, if I'm in the area, I'm going to be rolling my Model X through here with a, with a load. And, and that will be a blast. <laughs> Those spots are labeled compact. Tesla does not make it compact. <laughs> no, no, they don't. Uh, even the Model 3 is actually a full-size car. The, the Model uh, S is, is an executive saloon. And uh, uh, the Model X is just ridiculously large. 
And then, uh, so, so. Um, <laughs> I want to see a, a parking spot that's labeled ridiculously large. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 Dr. Arkham Safadi asked if this was actually for semi truck and and we know it's not because it's the wrong pedestal. And then uh, uh Joseph replied with uh, nope, semi has a different charging cable. It's megawatt compatible. Uh, but look here. This isn't the same MCS2 connector we saw over at the Frito-Lay plant. Um this is MCS3. Yes. On a Tesla mega charger uh, or Tesla semi charger depending on whatever Tesla's going to actually call this thing. Maybe they'll call it both. Uh, but the words Megacharger never appeared in the new release. So that is a completely standard worldwide connection. So it doesn't matter what continent you're on, this is the connector. So none of this Europe versus uh, North America garbage, none of this China is, is special. Like, this is the port. Uh, you can you can now commoditize this, and it'll bring down the cost for everybody in the world uh, on both charging and being charged. Uh, so on the... On the, on the on the, in, on the equipment end and on, on your vehicle end. Well, at least the industry nice. has learned from their mistakes. And uh, mm -hmm. the, the, someone yep. got out in front of this earlier uh, <laughs> than, the, uh, than the other charging uh, port, the J1772, because someone finally realized that this electrification thing is not a passing fad. It's actually happening. Yes. Yes. And and, and uh, that's why we have the Tesla Tesla uh, one connector and the Tesla two connector. The Tesla one was for the Roadster, and Tesla two is everything you see in North America and Japan and Korea. But um, the Type two connector is what we ended up with in Europe, and even that was not quite. Tesla took advantage of some optional features that that nobody else did. So that's why in Europe Germany forced them to go to CCS, and so now in Europe they've got a standard port. But you can't say that's a worldwide standard port because CCS. Two and CCS one, uh, they are not compatible. Uh, so, so now you still are making two different chargers and two different uh, vehicle connectors, and that's the beauty of the MCS two and three is that uh, you have one plug worldwide. Standardization, yeah. it's a wonderful yeah. thing, and it's a megawatt scale. So, you, so you can still get the speed that Tesla was talking about, the price that Tesla was talking about, and and uh, I think it's a great thing. Yeah. Yeah, and our, our bet still is, well, my bet is still you guys can voice your own opinions, but I think Frito Lay is getting the first truck uh, mm -hmm. still. Uh, as far as I know, no other um, uh, trucking group, uh, including like Walmart or others, I have not seen anything about them getting a any type of a charger on site yet. And uh, the Tesla drone army has not come up with any other. <laughs> Uh, uh, possible uh, exemptions to that. So uh, I think Frito-Lay is getting the first truck in Modesto, California still, and we know it's supposed to be before the end of the year. So It makes it makes sense because right now uh, they've already installed mega chargers at Frito-Lay. They're MCS2 connectors, but uh, we've seen what happens when somebody vandalizes a, a, a V1, 2, 3, or um, yeah, those are what we have so far, 1, 2, or 3 uh supercharger cable, they, Tesla comes out really quick and just replaces the cable. So at this point, changing an MCS2 cable to an MCS3 before it's actually open should be a cakewalk for them. And Hockey Day is asking if the semi has a pedestrian sound system. And oh, wait, wait, wait. Go before ahead. we skip, Mark sorry. said we, we, we get to all make our bets here. Oh, you guys sorry. both say free delay. And before we leave that topic, I'm going to say, nope, it's going to be... Tesla themselves. Tesla? Tesla. Yes. Yeah. The gig in Nevada is oh, going to get it. Oh, that doesn't count. I win. I win. Yes. 
yeah, victory. <laughs> well, that, that's the only other. That's the only other deployed. That's the only other deployed Tesla. Tesla um, uh, semi charger or mega charger. That means Patrick won three years ago. Right. <laughs> right after Elon said it too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so Hockey Day is asking, does it have to have the pedestrian sound system? And that would depend on on how it's regulated, really, because. Uh, NHTSA is in charge of that as well, but uh, the semi-driver is a lot more on the hook for everything that happens around the vehicle, so maybe they don't have to contribute to the noise pollution. They do still have air brakes, so you'll still hear that psk. It'll still be making noise all over the place. And um, if, if they didn't make any exemptions, like they just said vehicles, 2019 and newer, then then the semi will have it. But if they, if they said, you know, passenger cars have to have it, then perhaps not. Also, as I, as I pointed out in the past, the, I haven't found a single F-150 Lightning that, that makes any pedestrian warning sounds either. Oh. Uh, and if anybody finds an easy uh, complaint, I would like to be petty and submit that to NHTSA uh, for their next update. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Maybe, maybe it's something about light vehicle compared to truck. Maybe there's some distinction when it comes to noisemakers that they only... Uh, Head up to a certain weight standard, uh, which only encompass the you know vehicles as opposed to trucks. I don't know. Right. And that's, then that's interesting. If if the F one fifty Lightning doesn't have to, and if the semi doesn't have to, then perhaps we can be free of the noise with our cyber trucks. Because if I can't make cool uh, DJ horn sounds, I don't want it to make any noise. Just like my current car <laughs> is silent, I'd like it to be silent rather than the cacophony of like. Downtown I don't know, with, with 35 inch tires, I don't think it's going to be all that silent. I think exactly. exactly. Yeah. Uh, the whole the whole problem was that the, you know, uh, I know there was a lot of other input, but the biggest input was the lobbying by the, uh, the, the people for the blind that teach the seeing eye dogs to see. They didn't want to do another course. And so they, they lobbied to, to make sure that, uh, that the cars made noise still rather than having to teach the dog to listen for the sound of gravel into the tires or the sound of the inverter whining or whatever. Uh, yes, I, I'm not saying you know that I don't respect blind people, but I'm saying I abhor laziness, and, and that was an easy, easy thing to train. And yes, it would take an extra course. And now they've added to the noise pollution in the world for them being cheap. Well, it's only below 19 miles an hour, right? Yeah, but you're still responsible so... for anything you hit. So <laughs> visibility in a semi is not great. Um, well, so the semi I, I, I would get, but like your Prius, noise. your Prius shouldn't have to make noise. And in fact, the, the, a lot of the Toyota sound agree. like something's broken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so orders have been suspended, um, yeah. and uh, it's switched to uh, we'll email you when we want to. Um, but uh, and that's that's kind of not surprising because if uh, with Tesla's announcement that they are going to start delivering before the end of the year. I bet they got a lot of additional orders as soon as yeah. that went out. Uh, that mm -hmm. a bunch of people said, "Okay, I'm getting on board now because they're going to start delivering." So I'm going to put my order in immediately. So I right. have a feeling that that may have been to to uh, shore up the, the tide of uh, new orders that were flowing in. Uh, is probably why they they did the suspension of orders. But I'll probably be getting in at some point myself. Maybe not uh, if they keep the twenty thousand requirement just to just to look at it, but. If they give me a, an estimated time frame, then I'll, I'll look at when I can get in because I've got some stuff to do with the semi. Uh, how set, many up, days... set up your company so you can get that extra $40,000 discount. I've got a company. Mm -hmm. 
Do you, do you have to have a company? Uh, it would make things easier, and you, knew, you need to for the 40K. Um, oh, okay. Hockey Day is asking, does Rivian uh, have, DJ, uh, have DJ by a pedestrian sound system? Um, they do have a noisemaker on the... On, you're right, you have a point. Uh, the Rivian is a mid-sized truck, though. The F-150 is a full-size truck. The Rivian uh, makes noise. Mm. It, sounds, it sounds like a spaceship is going by. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's just that the people with the Fords haven't discovered where it is yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Easter egg. You have to find yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. You gotta find it to use it. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, uh, these were all at I dealerships and, 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 and fresh deliveries, so if uh, I, I'm yeah, petty you, like you that. Would, you would think it would be automatically on with delivery, yeah. but uh we'll have to see. Hopefully Unless they're I claiming can... that these were, were designed in twenty nineteen and, and but even then, like that's how the Model S and Model X got their exception to 2020 or 2021, uh, because they were actually old models, and and so they didn't have to do it until the absolute cutoff. But then that happened, and they were there on day one with the, with the little speakers. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, excited to see when these start to yes. roll out. Uh, great to see that the website has been updated, and uh, it looks like the stats are now locked into place. Uh, like we said, there's been some shift in it. But um, still, I wouldn't say anything that's going to deter customers uh, because of the the advantages uh, that are uh, clearly outlined uh, are still in the positive side compared right. to maybe uh, only charging to seventy percent as opposed to eighty uh, well, reduction the, the, of motors. I, I don't think yeah. that plays into effect at all. The, the, um, the charging the is still Tesla is going to balance that kind of stuff to know right. the truck's performance. Right, the charging is still required. It still meets, exceeds their 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 requirements for logging and, and 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 shift work. So they can't, even if it still tries to eighty, they still couldn't use it all. Uh, the only and thing look, you have to worry about is key drivers. Let's also keep in mind that Tesla, with charging, especially of a new unit, is going to adjust that over time. Oh, they will. There's going to be some playing with it based on what yeah. they what data they get and how it's being used in real life. So yeah. that's definitely could be something that would. The, the goalposts may move multiple times before they're locked in. Yeah, it's not like they came out and said, oh, we're only doing two motors, and by the way, it can't keep a speed up the hill, and it's not as fast as acceleration, and uh, it can only pull 40,000 pounds instead of 80,000. If they did that, then people would roll <laughs> that might their be orders a problem. back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> might be a problem. Exactly. Okay, very good. Thank you, Casey. Let's uh, move on to the next subject. And uh, this is uh, about our friends in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, the Las Vegas Loop, uh, someone with a camera caught a quick picture of a new addition to the Tesla fleet in the tunnels. Now, we oh. don't have it in the tunnel, but we have understanding that uh, this particular unit does travel in the tunnel, and this, of course, is for ADA compliance, American Disability Act compliance. So they uh, determined that the Model X wasn't enough? Apparently, uh, this um, this a six-seater or can be six-seater can be configured for different ways. Um, you know what? You know what though? I'm wondering if, like, even even if you if you set up the Model X for ADA, uh, having a vehicle with no doors and a missing chair where you can just lash down the chair is probably a lot easier. Uh, to deal with right so that may be the case uh, now no one's caught a photo of this actually in the tunnels uh, but it has been spotted on site so, so the next question not, with that not is sure if that is going to be you know uh, used that often uh, or not but right. uh, 
for compliance uh, for the act, it, it's something that uh, Tesla and everyone else has to comply with, uh, yes. depending on your clients that, that come there. Some can have disabilities and they need to have access uh, to the uh, to the um, the ride as well. So yeah. mm -hmm. as, uh, is, as Cece mentioned, it may be just easier to uh, roll a chair onto this and strap it in much quicker uh, than you could with uh, You'd have to gut a Model X, really, wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, in yeah. order to get that type of uh, use out of it, so there would be seats to be removed. There would be have to be a customized, uh, you know, ramp and whatever else uh, to uh, and to. Make and even that. after you, even after you do all of that, it would still slow you down such that it might uh, put them below the threshold of what their contract says for uh, how quickly vehicles must move through that system. Uh, so if so, if any of you are going to a Las Vegas convention and you're going to check it out, uh, look for that. Send us a picture or two if you can uh, see it in operation. That would be very interesting, or a quick video. Uh, that would be uh, interesting to see it in operation. But uh, apparently, uh, someone uh, had discovered this, and uh, that uh, that uh, particular unit uh, is uh, being used for that. I wonder what this yeah. does to our theory that uh, that the boring companies could be the first place that uh, that a that a level five FSE is unleashed on the world. Uh, I mean, yeah, it'll be able to, to to deal with not running this through, but this one will still be have to be manually driven unless they they strap it up with autopilot. <laughs> and they, and that, that would actually be a great selling point for the other OEMs. Like, hey, this system works not just on a Tesla. Look, here's a gym. Exactly, it's, it's running yeah. autopilot. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Absolutely. Yeah, they could do that. So yeah, my guess is that they're going to take out the, all four of the back seats, uh, yeah. allow a, a ramp access, and then uh, tie downs for the wheelchair. You'll have the two in front seats. One will be a, a human driver. I don't think they're going to do autopilot anytime soon on on a non Tesla. And uh -huh. then uh, the other one is for another passenger uh, if there's somebody riding like a companion with the yeah yeah, yeah a companion seat. That would be my guess, and, and that. Sounds they're um i think that's probably not going to be counted against them uh, in their capacity uh that's you know they're, they're accommodating so uh yeah. there's no reason that they should uh be like oh yeah you didn't get enough uh passenger per minute per hour uh because of that no this is this is something that's needed and this you can take whatever time you need to to get your right, right. get loaded and get unloaded there's just could, no reason to. I could totally see somebody like if they if they did try that like okay okay let's put this away and now I'm reporting you guys for not being ADA compliant. <laughs> uh, I've actually been at places where uh, where somebody got uh, upset and then uh, forced a software on it on us. Mm. We passed, but man, that was petty. <laughs> yeah, we we live in a litigious world, but, but mm -hmm. it's just, it's good to see them doing the right thing. Absolutely. Next story, off to uh, Shanghai, uh, and uh, this uh, particular story just outlines the the multiple different battery packs that are coming our way for Tesla. Uh, yes. MP3 batteries, uh, which are made by Cattle, are going to be incorporated into the Model 3 uh, assembly line in Shanghai. Uh, and this is going to give this Model 3 a slightly different flavor. Uh, they're indicating it's a little bit more... Uh, uh, I guess, uh, battery dense. You'll be able to get a little bit more mileage out of this vehicle. And uh, cost-wise, uh, it's a little less expensive uh, for the manufacturer. Uh, so that's a plus for Tesla in this case. 
but this is now the third different type of battery uh, that uh, Shanghai has produced. Uh, and uh, I see this getting even worse. Like when it, when it comes to tracking what kind of battery you have in your vehicle, uh, I could see in the future where there may be six different types of batteries uh, that are possible, depending on what, what vehicle you bought, uh, the model, and what time frame you bought it in because yeah. it seems as we're moving forward and these constraints of less and less batteries to pull from from the uh the industry as a whole uh tesla is becoming inventive uh, which is what they do when they are short on something and they have developed a mm -hmm. new battery that will work within their infrastructure so yeah. uh this is a uh, another one again the third one that's going to be used at shanghai uh, we've already talked about the blade uh, that's coming to uh, Giga mm -hmm. Berlin. Right. Um, so again, that's another flavor of battery uh, that is going to be used in Tesla vehicles. It's going to be interesting uh, as to how these things are going to be tracked. I don't know if they will be tracked, but remember when we moved just from the original battery to the LFP, that there was some confusion about people about how would I charge the LFP compared to mm -hmm. the nickel battery? Is there any difference? And then we found out, yeah, there is some difference. You can charge it fully and not deplete the battery at all over time. Uh, whereas the nickel battery, you only want to charge to 90, 80% uh, top charge unless you're leaving on a trip. So uh, that that is something that, uh, will this show up as a, as a software number almost on the screen so people know that they've got a certain battery pack whereas now they know like the, the version of software that they have it yeah. could be listed in uh, in the car structure um what was your question casey yeah it'll probably be on the on the software page just like just like the mcu that you're running which motors you have uh tesla is the only uh lfp battery manufacturer that doesn't say uh keep it at 80 to 90 percent uh everybody else does say just like tesla says to get it to 100 like for exercise, so it can figure out where the top is. But Tesla's the only one that says just keep it there. Uh, <laughs> they may have a different chemistry of LFP. It, and they, it could they may be. Not, yeah, I, I can't see them recommending that to a public that's purchased their vehicle if that's not the case, uh, because well, of course I, they don't want to deal with warranty right, issues if right. those do come down the road. The consensus is that even on those other ones, that uh, that you're only talking maybe another hundred cycles less or twenty cycles less. So even if you did it, like, like I said, Tesla can, can tell you, hey, you know, you made up for the extra 10, 10 miles by being able to run this one at 100%. And, and so what if your battery dies four months earlier uh, when it's at the end of its life cycle? <laughs> uh, the, other, the other thing that came up was the Blade battery we talked about at uh, Giga Berlin. That was rumored to be coming along with this uh, M3P battery at, from Cattle to Giga Shanghai. And it said it is only uh, at Giga Berlin at the moment. Chinese battery at the German factory, not at the Chinese factory. Right. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So the cool thing about this for me is this has better in energy density and it's cheaper. Yeah. This is what puts you up the next step on the, the hockey stick curve. Right. And we've been talking about how this this day is coming. It's it's obvious. Batteries are getting better 5 to 7% every year. Right. You compound that for a decade plus and eventually you get batteries are the limiting factor. They are the most expensive part of an EV. Their price is coming down, their performance is getting better. Uh, the tipping point is going to happen 
And uh, this is just making it more obvious that by the end of this decade, uh, EVs will be cheaper than gas cars. But that doesn't mean you should wait to buy one. <laughs> right. Get one as soon as you can afford it. So uh, one thing, one thing uh, that I pointed out Sunday, just as Patrick said, that you know the five to seven percent improvement year after year. I had speculated that perhaps because this is uh, two years ago is when we first saw the the LFP batteries at Tesla, and then we'd heard nothing new about it except they kept using them. So I was wondering if perhaps they rolled their two years and did just a step. Right. Uh, that makes sense. They didn't. They didn't say. They just said better. They didn't say how much better. If they said fourteen percent or ten percent, I'd be like, that's it right there. But it just says better. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I can see more batteries coming our way because of the shortage that's out there. Everyone's scrambling to purchase batteries across the entire industry. Mm-hmm. And a lot of companies are figuring out that they can't just buy it from the manufacturer uh, of batteries and just get shipped what they need. That's not <laughs> going to happen. They have right. to work at uh, their supply chain as Tesla has. And, and in their case, they're coming out with different configurations uh, to match uh, the performance they require for those vehicles. So we will most likely see more of this as time goes along. Yeah. Next, I'm going to play a little game with you two here. Okay. Is, uh, okay, Cybertruck dual motor. Okay? okay. We know the price is going up. Yes. Elon mm-hmm. has alluded to that. Okay. So my question to you two is, what do you believe the price opening price of the Cybertruck for the dual motor is going to be and i'll give you three choices i'll give you three choices first is it going to be under 60k is it going to be between 60k and 65k or is it going to be over 65k i'm going to say it's going to have gone up whatever percentage points the other vehicles have gone up for inflation and and apply that to what it should have cost uh, if the thing came out on time. So that means, Casey, your bet would be it's going up 25% and that would push it around 60, 63, 64,000. There you go. So the, there used to be, there was a single, a dual and a a triple motor. Right. Yeah. So, um, and the single motor was the 40 K version, right? Right. Correct. So we think that's going away. Your question was about the dual motor. Correct. What was what was the price of the dual motor? Fifty thousand. Oh, um, hmm. It's going to go to at least sixty. So I'll take the sixty to sixty-five. So you're going to take the middle one as well. Okay. So I want to I want to shake it up a little bit. So uh, are the dual motors going to be like Rivian, where it's uh, uh, both motors on the rear wheels, like the like the Cybertruck toy, or is it going to be like the the rest of the fleet, where it's one in front and one in back? Oh, because I assume the latter. Because if, if they get rid of the tri-motor, then there'll be one on each wheel, right? I, I will assume that if they do a dual motor, it should be one front, one back. Yeah. That's, that's still a possibility, but I'm wondering... Drive. Yeah, that's how you get all-wheel drive, but I'm wondering if, if that way you don't have to make a, a differential for the truck. Uh, if you have one that's got rear-wheel drive with two motors and one that's got front, uh, four-wheel drive with all four motors. Uh, I'm not saying that they can't do a tri-motor, but I, I see the tri-motor and the single motor just going away. You want a truck to be all-wheel drive. Yeah. And we ask our, our people on Twitter, our followers, as to uh, what they thought it would be. So uh, you can tell by this uh, poll, we had over 300 respondents. And most believe, 52% believe, 65K or higher is what they believe. Robert mm-hmm. says 35K. Hockey Day said 35K higher. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of interesting. Um, I was in the middle myself. 
was where I thought it would be, where uh, all three of us were. So it's uh, wisdom it's of the crowds. They know yeah. better. We're just we'll more go, optimistic. We'll, we'll go with the crowd. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, we will have to see. That'll be one of our uh, updates oh, uh, oh. as that comes out next year. Sorry, that was the other part of my my uh, my um, uh, what if was if they drop the single motor, does that mean now that the dual motor is in a lower trim? So does that adjust where it needs to come in at on the on the on the price scale? Ooh. Whether there's a tri motor or, or not, we know there's a quad motor. Yeah. Right, well, but will there be a the higher trim quad, the uh, performance quad, or a ludicrous quad, or a plaid quad? Well, a, <laughs> a plaid and maximum I plaid. Tried to, I, I tried to do one that we're pretty confident will come out, which will be the right. dual motor, motor most yeah. likely. Yeah, you got plaid Good and quality. maximum plaid. Exactly, exactly. Mad Max plaid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next, we're going to jump into uh, third shift. Being announced yeah. uh, for Giga Berlin, uh, supposed to be starting uh, December sometime of this year, that they will be rolling on to their third shift. And of course, this is just a progression of the ramp up that's going on there. Um, uh, coupled with that story, I can add the other part of it uh, was that, oh no, that's a different Giga factory. We'll wait for that one to come <laughs> naturally. But right. uh, we've got uh, we've got a third shift coming on, and uh, that will be starting sometime in December, and that will, of course will lead uh, to that uh, ramp up. And hopefully, I wonder how long it's going to take them to get the full ramp up where they expect to be. Is it going to be halfway through next year? Is it going to be uh, end of first quarter next year, or am I thinking uh, way too fast? We'll have to see. I'm wondering, are there any gigafactories that don't have three shifts now? Uh, I would suspect that if there are, they might be. Uh, Giga New York and possibly uh, Giga uh, Nevada. Well, we know that Shanghai's running six shifts, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so they're running. They're running one for uh, for New York and for Nevada. They're running extra. Yeah, well, yeah they're and, free... and one yeah. for two others. Yeah. yeah. You have a four-hour shift, but you have to get eight hours of work done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Fremont's been doing it forever now, so. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Here's a cool story uh, that uh, came out this week. Um, LAX, which of course is the uh, Los Angeles airport, uh, it uh, has been working on a project to uh, revamp the airport, actually. They're adding a people mover. They're doing a number of things to different terminals as well. Uh, but uh, this story relates to their status as a major charging hub. Because, of course, you get thousands of vehicles that wait at the airport for their owners to come back from trips or vacations or whatever. And uh, a lot of people would like to have their car charged. And, of course, uh, California being king of EVs makes a lot of sense. That, that airport is going to have a lot of charging to do uh, because of all the electric vehicles that are registered in that state. Uh, this, uh, this story indicates that they're getting close to completing their 1,300 charging spots throughout the airport province. Wow. They, uh, with 1,300 charging spots, of course, they are considered one of the largest charging hubs in America, uh, which stands to reason that that's a large number I haven't heard of uh, from anybody actually in the US. We have heard things about some European uh, cities and, and countries that have a lot of charging, but uh, man, 1,300 spots is quite a bit. Yeah. 
I was, uh, I was at Ikea yesterday, uh, a different one than we normally go to, and uh, they had a charge point there. So I'm wondering if the charge point is just a new vendor. Uh, this one had over 300 solar panels. They had just the, the solar panel awnings, the big ones. And um, underneath the like the third row was a couple of charge points. I was like, that's cool. Let's go plug in. And then I didn't see anything about price in the in the app or on the on the units. Um, the app was telling me to update, so it might have told me, but I didn't see it. And I was thinking, man, if this isn't free, it'd be really poor form to charge regular price for this when you when you get the sun beaming down on these things right here. And <laughs> lo and behold, it was only a dollar thirty for uh, ten kilowatt hours. So I, I didn't feel bad about uh, <laughs> about. I mean, it makes sense to charge a little bit, but if they charged market rate, I would have been uh, a little bit uh, irritated by that it was literally it's underneath the solar on and you look up and, and you see the back of the solar panels <laughs> actually ikea was one of the first uh, corporate groups up here in canada that started to supply ev charging at their locations when that second wave of ev showed up when patrick got his leaf and we got our yeah. bolts that and bjorn started his freezing experiment to, to roll out this uh, charging infrastructure and a lot of ikeas here in ontario still actually are free of charge uh, to oh, nice. plug in while you shop so uh, that's. Uh, that's I, I was thinking with the amount, the amount that they charge, the amount you come in spending anyway, uh, they could give it away and nobody would notice. Uh, I think I think the ones in Norway were free for a while at least because uh, Bjorn was always stopping over there for uh, for for the for the beginning of his channel and that top was up so he can yeah. deliver his <laughs> deliver his goods. <laughs> so there's a comment in there about uh, I wonder how many people come back from trips with a, a, a EV that's drained. Having this many charging spots at an airport is great, but I wonder, yeah. do they have some just level yeah. one in long-term parking? Uh, because they've got to have a mix. They've got to. Yeah, a lot of the long terms I've seen have have level twos for no good reason. They, like you said, all they need is a level one. Mm -hmm. um, but if they're going to spend a level two on it, at least you could, you know, be assured that you can hit the air conditioner or the heater as the plane's landing. Well, I guess before they tell you to turn off your phone again. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. It does make you wonder about um, like a level two, if it uh, charges a car up in six or four or eight hours, even um, if you got a Hummer, <laughs> if, if that if that charge plug is now plugged up or blocked for two weeks, does that make that charger really that useful? Or right. would just having uh, some 110 plugs where you could use your own adapter that comes with your car and plug it in uh, to the 110 because you're on a week trip. Uh, wouldn't that make more sense and be cheaper for the installation of those uh, of those uh, facilities at any particular airport? Well, that's what I liked about what they called out on this one is is they said that the contractors got a mix of level two and level three charging, and the level three the the DC fast charge since there is no such thing as level three anymore. Uh, the DC Thank fast you. charging. Um, that would be like in the cell phone lot and the and the just just the general. Mm -hmm. I'm going to come in and be gone in 30 minutes or less. Uh, like I said, it's a little bit of silver waste to put a level three there. But again, if if somebody shows up with a bright drop or a Hummer or uh, if you could fit the Tesla semi under the awning, a level mm -hmm. one would really suck. <laughs> right. DC fast charging makes sense. Like say you rented an EV, you're returning it at the airport, uh, you charge it up, you drop it off, and then you hop on your flight and go. That that makes sense, yeah. And uh, and I guess um, um, public safety note here: if you have a fully loaded Tesla semi, the airport is not the place to be. <laughs> Even That's if it's under the awning. <laughs> Very good advice.
Well, uh, uh, the, you remember you remember that uh, that that uh, that Van Hul electric bus we saw that that traveled uh, across the country using solely Electrify America, and it was kind of funny. Like some of the pictures they showed us, where it was like parked up in front of the Walmart, it took up the whole row. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Next story, Patrick's going to handle this, and this, of course, is about Giga Texas and achieving a new milestone. What's that, Patrick? That's right, Giga Texas reaches a production capacity of 1,000 Model Ys per week. Yeehaw! Yeah. Yeehaw! <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> exactly. Yeah, so, so the ramp-up ramp up continues, continues there as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, and and uh, actually, I don't know how many uh, shifts they have, though. That was one of the questions that we were talking about earlier for uh, uh, Berlin, but I don't know about uh, Austin At least yet. two. At least two. Yeah. Yeah, I have not heard a third uh, at Texas as of yet. There's been, and mm -hmm. I would think that Tesla would be happy to, to trumpet that if it was happening. So I don't think so yet. But uh, also connected with tes tes Tesla, Texas, is that um, there was a recent photograph from the drone army uh, of uh, a bunch of stampings that were piled mm -hmm. sky high outside of the plant. Um, there was uh, people saying, well, these are scrap ones. These are ones that aren't being used. They typically would not stack them in a racking system uh, right. if uh, these are scrap uh, units. Uh, they would stack them on themselves, on exactly, the ground. Exactly, because they wouldn't care with scrap units because they're going to melt them down anyways and, and right. try mm -hmm. to re recycling them. And, but, and according uh, to Elon, they were just... on, on rack systems. So, uh, like the, the hoods the and the doors. was quite impressive. Uh, yeah. Looks yeah. like there was a lot uh, of... Uh, of capacity there. The, the other thing is, according to Elon, they would just chuck it back in the smelter right now anyway, like they do with their wheels and other people's wheels and any other scrap that, that actually meets their requirements. Yeah. Rather than yeah. wasting time stacking them and then retrieving them. Although I, said, I that gotta believe it's a, it's a specific recipe uh, that they have, obviously because mm -hmm. they're they're running these uh, giga presses that are hot shotting the liquid into a, into a, a mold and it's got to dry within a fraction of a second. There's a bunch of principles that have to happen in order for that to be a good cast. So I got to mm -hmm. believe they're on top of the chemical balance of whatever that uh, melted uh, cauldron it contains. Yes. Unless, unless they're doing like the, the, the um, like you do with the oil, the fractionated. Uh, yeah, um, if they can separate it. Yeah. Yeah, because the way he said, like, the way he described it was like they were cavalierly just tossing rims in there. <laughs> yeah, just driving through the city looking for spare rims. <laughs> oh no, I got boosted. I better go check Giga Texas. <laughs> too late. No, you're melted. They, you're too late. They have a very specific it's alloy. It's become a Model Y now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your rim is part of a Model Y. There you go. You want to buy it? You can do that. But buy it back. Mostly anymore. here in the A pillar. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh man. Obviously, uh, obviously, next... for those that have trouble with the sarcasm, we were just clearly joking. If if the, if your rims are stolen, it's not by Tesla. Doesn't mean that they didn't get them, but, but Tesla isn't going out stealing your rims and making Model Ys from them. I would like to see that police report, though. <laughs> uh, Elon, you've been so, uh, you've you've got a, a subpoena for this. <laughs> now, Patrick, maybe you can tell us uh, what this photo is of. Oh. Yeah, so um, the, the internet is uh, speculating that this is going to be a helicopter landing pad. UFC Tesla. <laughs> right. I think it's for, uh, for, uh, for uh, 
Gaga ball. That's really it. It's just a big Gaga pit. <laughs> I saw somebody new, said that it's the new Ben Stiller movie, uh, Dodgeball Two. I saw somebody <laughs> suggest um, that they were using it to train the uh, uh, FSD on on uh, European traffic circles, but uh, it doesn't look like it could do that. No. Yeah, and it, it would be weird park. to have the, uh, a helicopter landing pad in the middle of a parking lot. I mean, there's parking spots right up against it. That just doesn't seem right. So I don't know. We'll 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 see. I did like the Cybertruck shaped planter boxes that they had. That was kind of cool, That's and I can't cool. wait to see those on the Tesla store sometime soon. <laughs> only two thousand dollars a planter. Uh, we'd like uh, we like Bitcoin to... only. <laughs> We'd like to get the drone army to get a little closer picture of those planter boxes. If uh, if anyone's listening from the drone army, yes, get, get a few pictures a little bit uh, closer than uh, that previous one. Oh, that's a good theory, Dana. Um, stockpiling those those bodies for Berlin when Russia cuts off the gas, because that would make it right. more expensive to operate over there. Oh yeah, um, casting is definitely energy intensive, and uh, if the uh, natural gas supplies are shut off. Giga Berlin would be hurting, and so if uh, Texas or other places can fill that gap, that that would be smart. But are are their furnaces electric? I thought they were. It's it's uh, uh, I'm not. I think they are. But even then, if if part of their energy supply comes from, from natural proper. gas, yeah, yeah. Well, then yeah. that's just more incentive to get your solar panel already completed. Come on now, stop yeah. dragging feet. Uh, Hockey Day and, says that what's on our screen is, is for the drone army to take off and land. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't like it, your drone disappears. <laughs> solar sales solar sales in Germany have have spiked, have skyrocketed, yes. which yep. is a good thing that's coming out of this, I guess. And and home renovations across the you know the energy wise, uh, mm -hmm. caulking, uh, insulation, all that stuff. Uh, because they're anticipating a, a tough winter uh, because yeah. mm -hmm. of the because of what Russia's been doing. So uh, and, and this was this was all on the roadmap, but it wasn't on the roadmap right now. It was like ten years. <laughs> right, <laughs> doing it in one. <laughs> so I, I right. would imagine that those supplies right now, uh, solar and everything that's uh, home heating related, uh, are running thin. Uh, yeah. They've got to be because there's a scramble now in Europe, not just Germany, but Germany in particular. Uh, they were on the other uh, end of that pipe. <laughs> because they're the ones exactly. where the pipe terminated. Exactly. <laughs> mm -hmm. So not a, not a great uh, situation to be in. But um, hopefully uh, Germany will be able to, uh, with reserves and being able to ration, uh, they'll be able to get through this coming winter. Next, uh, let's get on to uh, Casey. Uh have you got any updates for us about what you've been reading about uh, 10.69 that uh, was just recently uh, released to the early uh, FSD beta holders? You know, I didn't get it. <laughs> uh, actually, did no, I did not. Um, yeah. well, I said, how did he know that I didn't get it? Uh, <laughs> the, 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 the special crew, the safest drivers that didn't ever take a safety test, they didn't all get it. So that was one thing. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. And the ones that were on timeout, they're still on timeout. <laughs> so, so not just not just the ones that were on good behavior uh, for actually still proving that they were somewhat safe, uh, versus the ones who didn't prove that they were actually the safest drivers. Not not just the exceptions didn't get it. 
Uh, but beyond that, uh, from what I've seen, which is really cool, they 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 now have a, a creep uh, indicator in the in the UI, so you know mm-hmm. where the car is creeping to. Uh, because for me, right now, sometimes there are roads where the car says I'm creeping, and it's like, are you going to stop at the road edge? Right. Uh, you know, you're a long boy. You're gonna you're gonna stop in the middle of the road, and sometimes it does stop in the middle of the road, and then on a, on a, on a uh, on a road with less traffic, that's fine. But if it's a busy road, I, I want to know in advance that it's going to try and crawl out of the street and, and where. And, and so now you can see that rather than having to guess and, and start sweating bullets. And uh, right. they weren't... That, that, that's a big one for me because yeah. when it's creeping forward, I don't know if it's going to just creep to get a look or if it's actually starting to go. So I often end up stepping on the brake and Same. then uh, having a disengagement when the car could have been doing the perfectly right thing uh, but but I see it moving towards oncoming traffic. Of course, I'm going to step on the brake because I want right. to be cautious with it. But the good thing with that input from both of us, though, is that it shows that we're not comfortable with where, it was, where it's going to see if it can still see. But mm-hmm. but we might not have put that in if we knew how far it was going to go to, exactly. to get that peak. Uh, yes. There, there was also the Tesla's new head of AI was did a, did a talk where he showed um, how the what the car is doing as far as uh, stopping people from running into buildings, other people, and rivers. And uh, mm-hmm. we we saw the we saw the river demo, and uh, this this uh, he, this was on Twitter. He he showed where somebody had the car in reverse and they smashed the accelerator because they thought they were hard on the brake. And this would have been this person's legs. And, and instead, autopilot, safety autopilot, stopped the car, and then the, the the human pilot was able to remove their foot from all the pedals and recover their senses. And and the other person didn't have a massive injury, which was phenomenal. And he said that this technology is in this 10.69 update. Uh, we also saw Chuck, his Chuck's turn. Uh, Elon had pointed out that would be better, and uh, I watched about 20 minutes of Chuck's turn, and it was much better. Mm-hmm. Not that perfect, but miss... better. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Much better. Much better. Okay. But, but yeah. not perfect. <laughs> that, that pedal misapplication prevention, uh, Ashok said something like, uh, they're detecting and stopping about 40 of those a day 40 a day yes wow yeah yes and, and that was just a small part of a talk he was going through showing us how the the car can actually see around corners a lot better than we thought how it handles what it knows what its blind spots are and and, and now in this new version it actually is better keeping better track because uh the version that patrick and i have uh it, it's got like a like a microsecond of 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 uh object retention it's like you know how they say about babies <laughs> it's like not... a goldfish right right <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, that car is no longer, that pedestrian is no longer in my sight, and they've been gone for more than half a second. They must have disappeared. And then they show up again. (laughs) Right. So now, right. So that's many people leave to alternate dimensions around the car. Right. Right. So so now if if they cross in front of a car or a tree or a pole and it loses track of them, but they don't stop, it will will have estimated that their their speed um, within a percentage. So, So when they show up, it's not surprised that they're there. And so it's not mm-hmm. slamming on the brakes. It was already slowing, assuming that you know that the baby stroller or the guy with the dog is, is coming out from behind this car that it knows it can't see. And so that was an awesome talk. I think it was like 35 minutes. If you're into the nerdy stuff, totally worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's going to be a 10.69.1 coming out. Hopefully I'm in that group. And then a 10.69.2, which will go out to all 100,000 uh, of us. Whether or not you will get your, your, your out of your autopilot jail at that point, remains to be seen, uh, but at least you'll have the software and you can see, you can see what your car was, is, is, would be doing if, if you weren't playing on your phone or uh, accelerating too quickly or, or, or sorry, not accelerating. Uh, 
any of the other stuff that would get you strikes, like not paying attention to the car. Yeah. Um, yeah. It doesn't care that you accelerate. I do that all the time. <laughs> uh, the following too closely. I don't, I don't. I think that might still be in there. From what I've heard of of some people when they let their kids or spouses drive the car, uh, when it's completely turned off, just doing its thing, uh, they're still racking up the strikes. And uh, mm. I still think there's got to be looking at the phone or just like looking out the window, and, and the camera sees them. And because I haven't heard of anybody's kid or spouse doing it yet, uh, doesn't mean that hasn't happened. I haven't. Nobody's reported it to me uh, of them having anything happen on a, on a car that doesn't have the interior camera, like like mine. Yeah. yeah. Okay, very good. Yeah. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Also, Elon has indicated that as of September 5th, the price of autopilot is going up to 15000 US. Yes, yes. So uh, if you uh, haven't got on board and you're thinking about it, well, it's time to think fast because fast. Uh, mm-hmm. September, September 5th is coming yes. up quickly. Yes. So, uh, and also a PSA, uh, if you're going to charge this by credit card, which is how you have to do it, make sure your card can take the $15,000 hit uh, to the card, uh, yeah. clear that with your bank, uh, because that would be horrible if you tried to sign up on the fourth and your card doesn't work or failed or worse, it uh, denied you after you submitted it. So, uh, yes, <laughs> keep that in mind, keep that in mind. Next yeah, so, story. Uh, 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 the, the raisin oh. price, one of, one of my friends uh, was just uh, ragging on me saying, I can't believe that he's raising the price on this, it's not even done, it's not fully functional. And I'm, uh, he has a model three. And I was like, "Well, did you buy it when it was cheaper?" No. <laughs> well, then I, why do you why are you complaining about the price going up? You, you you weren't you didn't buy it. You're not going to buy it. Why do you care? And he's like, "Oh, it's just the principle of it." Oh, shut up! I don't want to hear anymore. <laughs> I've, I've always I, I've always felt that the price was right for the previous or the previous price was right for the current level of what we can see and touch. So you think they're just slightly ahead of where they should be? So the theory is that perhaps they're trying to push you towards subscriptions because on a subscription, they get to continually get that money from you. Oh, yeah. So uh, I, I, I agree with that. Subscriptions are probably the right way to go in the... Uh, so many people have said, hey, I'm, I'm going to get a new car and I want to transfer. Well, no, that's not an option. So just get subscriptions. And, uh, you know, we have it on our vehicle now and I paid a whole lot less. Every time the price goes up, that makes my car more valuable. I'm okay right. with it going up. <laughs> so, so, so this also brings up the question of like the 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 model next. Uh, obviously, whatever twenty five thousand inflation adjusted Tesla wise is, um, fifteen thousand is going to be a significant chunk of that car's price. <laughs> By the yeah. time that car that, comes out, it's going to be twenty five thousand. So uh, it'll be fifty thousand. You buy the car for twenty five. You buy autopilot for sixty. It'll be subscription only. He believes that this is worth a hundred thousand dollars. So he's said it several guys, times. Yeah. 15 is not where it's stopping. It's, it's, a drop it's in the bucket. going a much higher. So uh, mm-hmm. keep that in mind. So do we think that the autopilot price will be honored uh, for the Cybertruck owners, or are they going to go back on that as well? It will be honored. I hope That's so. my guess. <laughs> they even said with this price increase that uh, any order placed before, even if it's delivered after, they'll honor it. So I, yeah. I'm guessing they're going to honor it. But if they didn't do that, then there might be riots in the street. Because <laughs> that was an actual order, although they could say it was a pre-order reservation. That that would be their way of getting around it, but it would be really sleazy. Yeah. We shall see. Um, next, uh, look at this. Uh, Neuralink has announced that it's going to have a show-and-tell, basically. 
But the creepy part of it is it's going to happen on Halloween. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Are we going to see zombie uh, pigs? <laughs> zombie, zombie pigs. That uh, should be kind of interesting. Going? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that was kind of an interesting announcement. Uh, Halloween. So uh, look forward to that. Uh, we've got AI Day coming up in late yes. September. And now we've a month got, from now. Uh, and now we've got a uh, end of October uh, show and tell for Neuralink. So uh, keep that on the calendar. I'm excited. Last but not least, Oakland police, Oakland, California, are looking for your help. If you own a Model Y that's white, that's only half the Tesla sold in Oakland, California, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Then uh, they they are after you to come forward because they actually have a photo of a, a Model Y a white uh, that's sitting on the street. The uh, riffraff. The, the link we have, uh, you can follow the story completely. But uh, they're believing that if that vehicle had its cameras activated, uh, it may have picked up information that would help them solve a murder. So uh, oh, that's what Oakland police are looking for is if uh, if you know someone that owns a, a white Model Y that uh, was in Oakland a week ago, um, this, uh, this may be able to help uh, the police with a, a crime that they're trying to solve now because uh, whatever happened, uh, happened in view of the cameras apparently. So uh, if Century Mode was active, uh, they you might have something to help and and uh, help solve this. So keep that in mind. They'll definitely need a, a forensic data analyst, unless uh, unless you were also beeping at a bad driver at the same time uh, near the murder happening, where we just stored it normally, where you can say, "Yeah, here's the file." <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that uh, that's kind of interesting, and this is becoming more and more common with police departments because now they're. They have figured out that uh, all these Teslas have uh, camera systems that are typically active uh, because, of course, drivers want to record what's happening around them and as they drive them uh, and, of course, while they're parked. So uh, police departments are starting to call on more and more Tesla owners uh, as they determine that a vehicle was in sight of a crime uh, that uh, they could help with. So, except the uh, the German and Chinese police, they they went the other approach. Right. Said, don't don't, yeah, don't they, bring that around us. Oh, we're they afraid. wrap the they wrap the car completely <laughs> in brown paper so it can see nothing <laughs> while it's parked. Yes, which which like like I like I like that these other police departments are figuring out that one that the driving electric themselves is is actually useful and and mm-hmm. and a savings and 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 b the citizens can actually help them uh, do their job versus. Oh no! Don't come near us. Oh, we're afraid you might catch us being bad. Uh, come on, guys, just just get modern. Stop doing bad mm-hmm. things and let us drive the streets, right? Don't Casey? be bad apples. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. One bad apple spoils a bunch, right? Yes, that's the <laughs> the, the whole saying. Yeah. Uh, well, with that uh, wrapping up, uh, we want to uh, thank you for watching the show. If you haven't already, please give us that thumbs up. Press that subscribe button. That helps us out. Uh, we want to thank Lee Moon for the music that we use every week. And shout-outs. Let's go to uh, Casey first. What do you got for us? So I've got, uh, you know, I've got a show on Sunday. I referenced it. Uh, it's it's not just uh, Tesla, but, uh, you know, I drive a Tesla, so it's it's a significant portion of what goes in there. And uh, it's kind of interesting because, like, uh, sometimes I'm breaking stuff, and other times Mark's breaking stuff, and I have time to sit there and, and think about it. But either way, I'm sitting there thinking about it, and it's, it's kind of cool. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I talk about electrifying all the things. And, and, and 
there it is. And uh, eventually, at some point, now that the baby is sleeping through the night, you'll see some pre-recorded video show back up, and uh, I've got some new cameras to to make it look better as well. So that'll be fun. Over Casey, it's less of a zombie each and every day that goes by. Exactly. <laughs> Until Halloween, at least. Um, <laughs> right. It, you can catch that over at youtube.com slash Green. That's K-A-C-E-Y-G-R-E-E-N. And if you want to catch this audio podcast, you can watch it also at caseygreen.com slash Tesselite. I think it's slash Tesselite. But just go to caseygreen.com and then click on Tesselite from there. It'll be there. Yeah. Or just go to your Tesla um, um, Stitcher app and, and just type in the Tesla Life. It's, it's quicker. Very good. I think, uh, <laughs> we thank Casey for that. Patrick, what do you got for shout-outs today? Shout-out. Hey, happy split day. If you have one Tesla stock today, tomorrow morning when you wake up, you'll have three. Yeah. And yeah. They'll be worth one-third but because math. But yes. still, <laughs> you're not getting three shares. Yes, today's split day. Best explanation ever. <laughs> uh, and I have a little PSA for you. Uh, so, for all you Tesla owners, if um, if you're using, um, uh, what's the uh, easy? Um, you have a, a seat setting to uh, get in and easy out of the car. Easy entry. Yes. So if you are shopping and you have a watermelon and it fits right perfectly behind your seat so it won't roll around, but then yeah. you get home and you go into your garage and easy entry kicks in and moves your seat back. <laughs> I, 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 I don't like the way easy entry is implemented, so I actually turned oh, it off. I, I, I tried it once and turned it off. <laughs> Not that I know anybody that this ever happened to. It, 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 it you, you, and, you and Jeremy Judkins. <laughs> so PSA about easy entry and watermelons. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, uh, I will go on with my uh, normal stuff. I blog occasionally at carswithcords.net. Please check it out. And I'm with the Oregon Electric Vehicle Association. You can find us at oeva.org. Thank you. Sign up for Drive Electric Week. Yes. Coming up quick. That's right. Mm -hmm. uh, go to the Drive Electric Week website and find a activity happening in your region and attend it. Sign up, yeah. register, and uh, volunteer. Help out. Yeah. With that... Thank you, everyone, for joining us this evening. Join us next Wednesday, where together we will find out what is happening in the Tesla life. Yes. Uh, Derek, I, I, I see the utility, just the way that it goes for me. I, I don't... didn't feel good. Stay positive. <laughs> test negative. Have a great week, everyone. I probably also smush watermelons. Catch y'all next week. <laughs> or baby's legs. <laughs> 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 <laughs>